Hi everyone and welcome to Shit My Pants, a podcast where two complete horror movie wimps watch two horror movies a week and talk about how much they ruined their pants. Uh, mine were fairly ruined this week, um, uh, only half ruined I suppose, um, by the first one and not not so much the second one. Yeah, I know the second one was a bit tamer but... Um... Yeah. So our big budget slash classic this week, um, I'm not sure if we can really call it that but... Um, anyway, big it's, budget. Uh, uh, no, it's it's very big small budget. budget. Was it classic? It's very popular, though. It's, yeah, it's right. Very popular. Um, it's 2015 Babadook, um, Australian film. Um, not sure if it's strictly a classic, but it is one of my all-time favourites. Yeah, it's a very um, it's very. It's right up there. It's what Scream Five considered or named uh, elevated horror, things like that, and it follows. And there's just a diff. There's a, a few more layers to these. Yeah, it's very metaphorical yeah um like i guess you could put um relic in that yeah that's on the nose metaphor but still works they still get a lot out of it and they do it pretty um pretty pretty fluid sure um yeah so first thing though i'm calling out um i'm gonna say this is the first modern horror movie trope that i'm gonna call out and i'm gonna see if there's any more of these as we go along various films okay um, modern horror movie trope: car crashes at the start of movies, particularly involving pregnant women or families. Was this at the right, beginning? Yeah, right at the start. Uh, but she's oh, in yeah. a dream. Yeah, it's like a black background kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a black background, so it's a little bit Rosemary's Baby dream. A little bit, yeah. Um, but it's yet another pregnant woman slash family in a car crash been a whole lot of those it's what's i guess it's almost considered what's the worst thing that can fucking happen yeah i guess so yeah i guess there are worse things um but that's up yeah there. i mean things later on in this film would be potentially worse things but um but yeah I, I'm, I'm calling it out modern horror movie trope car crashes at the very start of films yeah no it's constant um but the, this car crash at the start of the film is really good it is um yeah, it's done very. It's done like Dead Calm. Do you remember that film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, so Babadook is the story of Amelia and Samuel. So Amelia is um, the mum, and uh, Samuel is her six-year-old son, um, who was um, born the day that her husband died because he crashed the car that they were in while taking her to the hospital. Based on the clips of, well, when Babadook is sort of taunting her with the images of her husband's death, it seems to be, I don't know if this is him just, or the, them, the Babadook, um, just fucking with her, but it, like half of his head slices like diagonally down and falls yeah. apart. Like, I, I have to happened? assume that was um, them what happened. Cause, yeah. Oh, okay. Because otherwise like, it wouldn't have as much of an effect on her. No, like, like if he died of brain cancer and it had him being chopped up into bits, you'd be like, "Well, that's not what happened." No, but he could have um, just smashed his head on the dashboard, and yeah, that, that may have. But I have happened. to assume that, that that visual is what she would have seen, so that's why it's so like powerful to her. Potentially, um, uh, that's that's what I'm going to assume. But yeah, he he was um, killed in the car crash that where he was taking her um, to the hospital, uh, and it's see and obviously her grief and also. Yeah, a bit of postnatal depression and general depression um, sort of leads her to almost sort of blame 
Sam uh, Samuel for his dad's death, I guess. But it's like subconscious in the way yeah, she treats yeah. him. It's not. It's not like blatant. No, she's not constantly like shouting that at him. Yeah, she, I don't think she realizes she's doing it. Yeah, she's not like, well, what do you want for for breakfast? He's like eggs. And like, do you know who liked eggs? Your dad that you killed. You killed him. And you um, should feel bad. Yeah, and you should feel bad, and I blame you fully for it. <laughs> um, she's not quite that obvious, but obviously there is something underlying there. Um, well, yeah, I think that's what it's about in a way, isn't yeah. it? Like it's a big metaphor for well, it, I think it's uh, a metaphor for grief. It's a metaphor for grief, and it's a, a, a in how your behaviour to loved one changes based on that. Like you can blame them even if they're not even remotely connected. Yeah, and even it, yeah, obviously it's not Sam's fault. Uh, yeah, exactly. His dad died. But, yeah, um, the two being so interconnected in that every time it's his birthday, she then can't, you know, and in the weeks leading up to his birthday, obviously it's really brought home for her that her husband isn't there. Um, At the start, it comes across quite a bit that Samuel does seem really fucking annoying um, Mm. and really annoying to sleep next to. But he seems to have been a bit, I don't know, like she's obviously taking care of him, but because of that grief, she's probably not as attentive as she would have been. Yeah. Um, and therefore, he's just sort of left to his own devices he a little bit. He also seems mildly on the spectrum. Yeah, but I think that's because he has been yeah, potentially, yeah, left alone with his own imagination too yeah, much, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's obviously a good thing, but too yeah, much of it He's is... probably been a bit neglected. Yeah. And it may well be a subconscious thing. He's that not she... very social yeah. with kids because he's obviously a bit strange. Yeah. And... Rightfully so, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, the stuff that Amelia gets annoyed at early on are, are, are played off in the film as things that would be like the most annoying kid in the world would do, but actually they're just pretty normal kid stuff. Well, yeah, like when he's sleeping next to her, he's like sniffing and scratching and moving. But yeah, and, if and you're like, dealing like, with that every day, yeah, and like there's one day where it just gets fucking, it just oh makes yeah, you yeah, snap. That, that that would definitely be the case, and. Yeah. Um, there are bits where he's like sort of shouting and running around and just being energetic, and she's yeah. like, "Oh my god, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, and it's played off in the film as if it's like this kid is the most annoying in the world, but actually, when you look at them in isolation, you go, "I'm pretty sure that's just a normal six-year-old." Isn't Does it? it so well though? Like, I was fucking annoyed with him. Oh yeah, yeah. So was <laughs> I until I until I started picking them out and going, "Is that that annoying? No, or is he just six? If you're constantly spending time with that kid, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah." I, I'm I'm sure I would find it annoying. Mm. Um, I'm calling it out though. The real villain in this movie is Amelia's sister Claire. Oh, she's a dick. Who seems to make other people's grief all about her and yeah. how much it in- inconveniences her. Yeah, the whole time she's just having a go at her. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's so inconvenient that you're grieving over your husband and that you do this every year around the day he died. Oh yeah, which happens how, to be my daughter's how, birthday too. You yeah. know how? <laughs> oh yeah, how abnormal of me to be grieving every year about the fact that my yeah. husband died around now. Fuck you, Claire. She is the I worst. fucking hate Claire. <laughs> um, the like the Babadook may well be the the villain, uh, and even you know metaphorically about grief, but really it's all about Claire and how much yeah, of a cock she, she is. Shit, yeah, she she is the real cock of Australia. So this is based on actually both of these. F- films that we're doing this week are um, start off as short movies oh. um, and obviously promoted that way until you know someone finally notices and gives them a feature um, uh, the first are they both also the first film done by that director uh, yeah uh, this Jennifer Kent is this um, yeah for Babadook um, yeah she also uh, I did read and for once I've got a, a small amount of trivia 
I read that she completely owns the rights to it. She does. And won't do a uh, sequel. She refuses to let anyone do a sequel. Yeah. Because she's like, great. no, it's not that kind of film. Yeah, it's not that kind of film. Yeah. There is a clear message it's in it. Absolutely. A clear message. Do not do anything else with the Babadook. Because otherwise there would be, there'd be fucking spin-offs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it'd be real sequels. bullshit. And like, Just based on the Babadook. Yeah, based on yeah. the Babadook character. It's like, no, that's not really what it is. Because if you watch... Is a, it's a more of a, you know, a, a personification of yeah, something. Yeah, of grief. Yeah. yeah, not not so much a actual character that's coming yeah. after you. Because if you look at most first movies in franchises, mm. they're nothing like the first one. Because, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Michael Myers, all those are less about the villain. Yeah, it's more about um, the, uh, the like like the uh, the victim, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The it's main story. victim. That's who you grab onto, and it's usually who. Yeah. Uh, people identify with yeah, it and, and then and they like. just go right copy paste that shit yeah and they go right someone else but with the villain it's like no that's not that's what not, yeah no. it's like um, Friday the 13th where the yeah. first you know, the first film was was about Jason but Jason wasn't the killer no it was the mum and then yeah. they went right now Jason's a killer let's yeah. just fucking chuck a load of those out because that mask's what? cool as fuck um, yeah because that mask is cute I watched Predator last night it was the same thing yeah it wasn't the Predator yeah yeah, the Predator wasn't the main character. No, of that. it was the way the other characters were reacting to the Predator. Yeah. You could bring in Alien next for those characters and it would be it would make more sense. It yeah. would be as entertaining. Um Yeah, so yeah, for first film for her, really good. Well, this is what I was gonna say is that um first one's called Monster, the short film. Yeah. And there's a lot of shots I was watching like bits of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, even though it's a short film. Mm. Um but there were shots from like underneath the bed, these wide angled frames where it's just showing the entire room and just watching like uh, the mum and son walking about. I think she's maybe like showing him there's nothing in here. Like we're all fine, blah, 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 and stuff like that. But yeah, they did it in, they, that kind of transfers over. Mm. The, the monster in Monster isn't quite the same. I think they developed it way more for Babadook. It's but um, yeah, it's uh, like the bits I saw of the short film was, uh, it's clear that she's a promising Talent. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it is really good. Um, the I, I don't understand who the fuck bought the Babadook book in the first place. There's no way it's age appropriate. It's no, it's not age appropriate. It's it's also just immediately creepy. Yeah. Uh, and um, wouldn't you remember buying that? Yeah. They they pick it up and they're like, "What is this book?" Um, I'm with Samuel though. After she reads the book. Because it's, it's completely horrendous. He's crying his eyes out. I'd cry my eyes out yeah. there as well. Well, he's laughing. I at almost the did. Um, he's laughing at, at how funny the Babadook was while she was reading at the beginning, and then it changes. Mm. Is he in my room, Mum? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that, what's that's soon after, isn't it? Because he comes running in. Yeah. You know, even with all of the book and the general dread of the book. Yeah. Amelia rubbing one out while Samuel comes in the room <laughs> shouting at her is the most uncomfortable part. Well, it keeps up that in so many different ways. Like, it does it, obviously, with the Babadook crawling on the ceiling in parts. And it does it with, like... You can see that the, the themes of... Um, or the ideas of it were really inspired by, like, gothic horror because of the way yeah. the Babadook looks. And they also do it like in, like, Nosferatu, yeah. where... Um, the while it's crawling over the ceiling, it does it in like um, a lower frame rate. Yeah. So it just moves a bit eerily. Yeah, it's sort of crackly, isn't it? It does stuff like that, and it does um, keeps up energy. Like that, that's a cringy moment it's, uh, when he she, he walks yeah. into a rubbing one out, and then but there's also the bit right before that while she's reading the book, 
he's screaming at her and it's going through the terror yeah. of what this book is like foreshadowing while he's going, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Like it's just those two elements. You've got that fucking yeah. irritating bastard doing that. And then just the <laughs> dread words of are, these words. Oh, they're awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a really good mix though. Yeah. And it makes it just almost unbearable. The um, thumping while she before she sort of lays down to sleep with him next to her is horrible. Yeah. Um, and then she sort of starts in on him a little bit. Yeah. Um, like at one point she goes, how many six-year-olds do you know that still believe in monsters? Pretty much all of them, mate. Mm, yeah. Most all, of them believe in I'm gonna most go with, things. Um, all of them. Yeah. If you tell a six-year-old something, he'll probably yeah. believe you. <laughs> how many six-year-olds do you know that still believe in monsters? Mate, six-year-olds believe all sorts of shit. Are you thinking of 16-year-olds? Because, yeah, that would be, like, you, you'd That's expect them to be, be a little bit more adult because they're adolescent. But six-year-olds, yeah, absolutely. They they definitely still believe in that shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Unless you're thinking of six-year-olds in 1812 where they were already sewing together fucking footballs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or, you know, Sri Lankan ones. Evil. Let's not go into that. <laughs> um, the, uh, then she's sort of eating, uh, they're, they're eating soup. Um, soon after that, how much do you reckon she put the glass in her own soup? Oh, um, well, she finds a shitload of uh, glass in it, didn't she? Like, where'd the glass come from? I'm assuming well, she must have done it to herself. I can only imagine because there is, but he's not really like entered her at that point. The Babadook. No, why would like, he? But maybe like he's still entrance. Maybe he's still like influencing the vibe. Yeah, I think maybe that soup looks shit as well. It looked like, I'm not even sure it was soup, it looked like more like a bowl of thick milk. Well, <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> it did look appetising, that was the real horror. Yeah. The, the well, catering. The, he, he's, um, he's sort of malnourished later on, but even when she's feeding him, she's feeling him proper gruel. <laughs> like, uh, the fucking Babadook looks like Fagan, and the little kid's put a proper Oliver Twist having to eat gruel with this shit. Clearly very Dickensian inspired, this film. Clearly. Clearly. Um, uh, and then she goes, oh, uh, go, go and put a DVD on while I make some more food. And then he puts on that magic DVD. That looks proper shit. It did, yeah. Well, I mean, even at the end, like, that magic trick sucked. Sorry, kid. <laughs> Sorry, man. That was gash. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you did it but it was boring yeah I don't know how you did it but that, if you're learning from that DVD it's proper shite <laughs> um, you've got then Ruby's birthday yeah um, the little girl all the parents uh, at Ruby's birthday all seem to be wearing black yeah like it was a funeral I don't know if that I, I guess it must have been significant but I don't know why don't know why but they're all like well um, not that she isn't they're all cocked because like um, the main Actress, they've obviously quite dishevelled her for this part, yeah, because she's like gorgeous when you yeah. look at her and um outside of it, yeah. But they've all obviously like the the uh, contrast of all these other women yeah. are all like well put together, yes, um and and very attractive looking, but like a, a bit scared of her, so it yeah. just makes her feel so fucking alienated, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, a nice touch. Yeah, it's details. really good. Yeah, so many people in this film are cunts though. Mm. Especially yeah. Claire and also her daughter, Ruby, is a dick as well. But it's almost like it's doing it as not quite an unreliable narrator in the mum. But oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. But yeah. like this is it's heightened her perception of it. Like she's just getting wound up at all sorts of shit. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, it's just it's almost edited and framed and staged in a way that it's um just really pushing out those 
idea that everyone's a dickhead to her. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's a, it is a bit of unreliable narrative mm. uh, narrator. Um, the three thumps on the door and the book being back mm-hmm. after she mm. gets rid of it. Real nasty. That book exists. Apparently, there's like a hundred copies of it, and they're all, or maybe a thousand, they're all signed by the director. But the book is cool as fuck. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't own it. No, I don't know the fuck oh, out of it. Well, you'd have it in your house. So I fucking wouldn't. Yeah. No, no, I, I piss my pants every time I saw it. Um, the uh, uh, and then Babadook calls her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd prefer if you didn't because I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's weird that you can do that. Uh, yeah, it is weird that you can do that. And also, the Babadook costume behind the policeman when she's gone to report him. Mm, yeah. Like that, hanging on the wall. Yeah, that was horrible. That is fucking rank. Just such a good touch. The idea of someone like outside of the phone booth he's using, just like, will you hurry up, dude? Yeah. Stop saying your name. <laughs> um, Apparently, yeah. um, Babadook is uh, Hebrew for... Mingin! He is coming for sure. Um, that oh, is excellent. That is horrible. That's really, really nasty, and I like it. Mm. Um, I like the effort that's gone into that. Baduk, apparently. Yeah, that the level of um the level of effort that's gone into that is brilliant. He is coming for sure. That is horrendous. Mm. Um, the first time you actually, uh, the bu- oh no, sorry, the bugs in the wall. Yeah, that made me itch. Yeah, that's always horrible. Really Insects horrible. are such a good device for these kind of movies. Yeah, uh, but the first time we actually see the Babadook is in the neighbor's house. Well, it, like pro- like I properly see him it, as it, an entity. Well, outside yeah, but it, of the book. it's got a dude's face though. Yes, and it doesn't really ever. Maybe well, I guess you don't really see its face for the rest of it, do you? And maybe basing um, that on, on the, the on the ceiling, you do a bit. Maybe basing it on the illustrated version of it. Yeah. Which is like more cartoonish, obviously, but yeah, that was just a dude. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fucking horrible that jump. Oh, it's horrible. That is a proper blinking misses um, scare. Very much like a. But it's sin- horrible. It's the same kind of scare as in Sinister. Yeah. Yeah, where he like is holding up a paper or something and p- pulls it down, and yeah, the crow is out there. Um, yeah, it, it's. But it's quick, good. But like fucking horrible. It's effective. Yeah, really good. Um, the dark corner of her room um, mm. and the scratching when the dog is outside can truly do one. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit James Wan, that. Um, the dark corner of the room. Yeah, no, that's true. Nothing really happened with it, but it was just there and you're just aware of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's sometimes better, isn't it? Because it almost leaves you hanging. Yeah. Like what, what could have happened there. Yeah, and then straight after that is the, the, the moving in the doorway. And then the weird scratching noise, and then bah, bah, dook, dook, dook. oh, that it's the triple at the end. Yeah, that, that's almost worse because it gets so aggressive so quickly. Yeah, and, oh, and I mean he, he doesn't hang around, does he? I no, mean he, he comes off the ceiling. Yeah, like, straight away. But that is but that did, bit's horrible. Is that well. where he goes into her? Yeah, yeah. So why does he go into people? This is my only question. Uh, because because he, he completely, he but it completely him. limits his capabilities. He can oh, yeah, do yeah. fuck all when he's in. Like, all he can do is shout um, at the kids some more. Yeah, yeah, make you a, a twat towards your own yeah. child. Like, yeah, it's it's very strange. Um, but uh, but that bit where he's on the ceiling and then comes rank. down at her. 
Oh, the, yeah, God, like I, I said, the way it moves myself. in a low frame rate, like Mosfrey yeah, style. Yeah, the really sort of crackly rough. movements, yeah. like really crunchy. It's tough. Uh, I hate it. Um, <laughs> what's up with her jaw? What do you mean? She keeps touching at it. I didn't quite... Oh, I don't know. Did that get resolved? I don't know. I, I don't remember it even being it introduced. Um, but she kept touching at it. Um, mm. And the Babadook coming out in that mental old film. Like on the TV. That's yes. Horrible. Yes. Maybe that was alluding to uh, the film. Yeah, the film that Babadook was, was sort of based it's on. It's sort of based on, but it's like a lost movie. Mm. I can't remember what it's called. Something of London or something. Um, yeah, it's from like the 20s. Rank Fucker movie. of London. Rank Fucker. <laughs> yeah, but it's got like the top hat, cloak. Um, sharp teeth. Sharp teeth and crazy eyes. Um, so maybe it was alluding to that. Maybe there is some footage of that, but as a f- full film, it's lost. Yeah. But yeah, it's very, very horrible. Always putting in those kind of old horror movies into modern ones mm. just is really. Um, if you can do it, if you can do it effectively, yeah. it's horrendous. Yeah, it really is. It can be nothing. Because sometimes. if you watch the old horror movies, they're mildly scary, but not really. Because they Within don't the have the the kind of the ability to make you jump. That the not the energy, do. no. But the visuals of them. Uh, of the the sort of characters and the monsters when used horrible. against contemporary stuff for sure yeah, yeah. And, uh, in that context I'd like to see more, more of that yeah especially um, considering you know Babadook was a, a good film generally yeah yeah um, we've second, got a few oldies on our on our list yeah fair, we do so we might run into a couple yeah hopefully we'll get some um, there'll be a bit more of that kind of thing yeah um, the second half is really where you start to feel pr- some real sympathy for the kid. Uh, oh salmon. yeah, um, it kind of shifts because um, that shifts pretty much straight away after the Babadook enters her. It almost shifts away. F- yeah, exactly. Right when that happens, it's sh- it sort of shifts away its perspective from this kid is winding up the mum to the, um, this mum is a cock towards her child. He, th- this kid is terrified of his mum at this point. Yeah, or at least it, rightly so. Yeah, fuck me. She she is. Oh, he comes up to him. Poor kid is hungry. He comes upstairs. And like, um, I just want. Uh, there's no food, and she goes, "Well, if you're so hungry, why don't you go and eat shit?" <laughs> Absolutely harrowing. <laughs> really, really harrowing. God, I don't know how to use so the oven. Please, for God's sake, I'm six years old. Can you get me a sandwich? And she's like, "No, eat shit." Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> um, Babadook on the back of the car is pretty horrible as well. Again, it's during the day. Yeah, during the day, which is when you should feel safe. It does that all the time. There's never usually a horror movie that is exclusively in the day or starts in the day mm. or anything like that. Um, there's always nighttime, 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 daytime. Yeah, day, nighttime, daytime, nighttime. you're not safe anymore. Yeah, yeah. There so, is no time of day when you're safe. It is just going to slowly grind you down. Which is, yeah, perfect. Um, for these kind of because it's it's the same kind of possession idea where they're trying to wear someone down with negativity and and hopelessness and stuff like that. So to, to add, by the way, this will happen twenty four seven. Yeah, it's not just uh, when the sun sets. Yeah. yeah, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, um, the pace of the fi- so like that point the the pace of the film combined with the kind of misery of it is really good. It's a really odd mix. Like um, it does get more miserable for the child while uh, yeah. quickening pace of um of scares and, and development character wise. Because yeah. the story doesn't really develop too much, does it? Yeah. You've, well, I mean it, it does in terms of what happens to the Babadook. 
But yeah, it, the the story is set out, and then you're just having to experience what that's like. That yeah. scenario. I mean, I, I think this film just goes into harrowing really quickly. Yeah. Um, when she's asleep and wakes up and hears a deep voice shout, "There's someone in the house." Yeah. Made me go as well. Really nasty, that was. Really nasty. And then she was on the phone with uh, Gracie, the neighbour. Really unsettling oh, as well. Oh, Gracie, she's Where, so sweet. She's so sweet. And she's like, oh, I just wanted to check on you. You're that you're all right. Because um, I know this time of year could be hard for you. And Amelia's like, uh, just talking about how her son's disobedient. <laughs> it's such a, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, her going mad with a knife is so good. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of... Because uh, she she slowly starts coming off as the bad guy, but she seems like she feels really bad about it. Well, yeah, it seems like internally she is battling this thing. Yeah. Because as soon as it's out, like, her mood changes. So there's still a bit of her in there that's aware. Yeah, because uh, she has the hallucination of Samuel covered in blood. Yeah. And then he shouts, Mum, and yeah. she's sort of standing it. She realises she's standing, standing over with a knife. knife. Yeah. It's so good, um, and then she and then she goes. I'll try, let, let's get some ice cream. I'll be like, no, nah, I'm like, I would not trust you if you no. gave me an ice cream. And I was like, no, you keep trying to kill me. Yeah, what's in this ice cream? Probably is like, it all the pills? Is it actually salmon mousse or something? <laughs> is it is it all of the sleeping pills <laughs> that exist? <laughs> you fucking dick. Apparently, um, William Friedkin, you know the guy that made The Exorcist, yeah. Called this um, well, fucking he, great. He said of this film, "I've never seen a more terrifying movie than The Babadook." Yeah, the man that made The Exorcist. Yeah, that. the um, I, I think this is terrifying in a lot of ways because mm. obviously you've got some really good jump scares. It's emotional horror, but it is it's emotionally exhausting. Mm. It's terrifying in the sense that there are people who do these things mm. to kids, yeah, uh, to their own kids, yeah. Um, so it's terrifying in so many ways. I think it is really, really nasty. Um, it is, yeah. And, and, and great. And like the idea of it, especially the second half of it, is um, more accessible, I think, because yeah. the first half is struggles of a parent, yeah. which not everyone is. And then the second half is uh, the struggles of being a kid when your parents are not like, no one knows what it's like to have a murderous parent. Yeah. But... Um, or not many people. No, not many people. Um, um, feel sorry. bad for you if you, if yeah. you did relate to this film. Yeah, for, in, in that way, but just a, 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 an angry parent or something. Well, we've yeah, all been child. Yeah. We've all been a child um, and scared at some point. And scared at some of, of an authority figure that's supposed yeah. to be taking care of you. So I think that's yeah, that's no. Yeah. Not everyone's been scared of an authority figure. Not all parents are terrible. Um, no, but I think uh, all the I mean. times uh, someone, everyone's been a kid. That has been scared because, you know, an adult's been angry at them, yeah. or an you know an authority figure, or a or just the idea or, of or someone doing being like that yeah, is, yeah. is probably yeah, worrying enough. So vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, um, <laughs> her smiling out of the window when the new um, on the news story about the woman killing her son, and it sort of zooms in. Mm. So there's a news story. Um, about a woman, oh, a woman killed her son, and, blah, blah, and then it zo zooms into the window, and it's her smiling out of the window. <laughs> that made me go fully cold. <laughs> um, and uh, the pace of the second half of the film really picks up. It does, and yeah. She's, when she's holding um, Oscar, 
um, her, her sort of dead husband um, down in the basement and his deep voice tells her to bring him the boy. Bring me the boy. Really rough. Yeah. The, the repetition of that in the same inflection is horrible because um, it obviously sounds so um, inorganic. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole the whole sequence of, of scenes between uh, Samuel and the mum are... It's really well done, really well paced, but very tough. But then it does lead to the basement scene, doesn't it, where it sort of culminates into a final battle in a way. Yeah, between which is, her, which is that is great. Yeah, well, the the, the just the, the think of any special effects that are in this movie. There's barely any. Yeah, there are barely any. Like that alone is just a bit of light behind them. Yeah, um, and they've opened up their wings uh, and they're screeching at her yeah. and then like she basically just tells it off yeah. but it's done and just, like because of the metaphor you just feel so fucking relieved for them yeah and uh and it makes it makes sense in its fantastical way yeah the i think um the dog going downstairs mm. the second the dog goes downstairs you know it's going to die it's dead, yeah um the book predicted it earlier on as well oh right um she it like at the beginning when she's first reading the book and going through it all, it predicts all the stuff that's going mm. to happen. Um, and one of which was her strangling the dog to death. Oh, right. No, um, I that. Yeah. Which is pretty horrible as well. Um, yeah, as things go. Yeah. The, that, uh, where she sees Samuel after killing the dog and then chasing him up the stairs and then her on the door, well, this is where followed her, by her floating. This is where her brilliant acting comes. Yeah, that was yeah. rubber. Uh, that that whole there's a whole sequence there from the point where the dog goes downstairs, her chasing um, with Sam a smile upstairs. while she chases him. That's the the yeah. horrible. Oh part. yeah, yeah. Very shining. Um, her chasing Sam with the thing she says to him, his sadness and the reaction. Yeah. Finding his dog, Amelia trying to convince him to meet his dad. The whole thing, that whole sequence is well, yeah, cause just can, horrific. Because with the boy, you can tell that it's it's a, not a fear of his safety. It's a fear of hers yeah. the whole time, which he is... He just wants what, to look after her. Yeah, which is fucking heartbreaking. The well, way that he ties her down, though, is incredible. Genius. What sort of fucking six-year-old can do that? No, some scout shit going on there. Some fucking bondage shit. <laughs> what have you been watching on the internet, you dirty little cunt? Well, maybe it's not just magic DVDs. Yeah, the um, and then he gets pulled up the stairs, doesn't he? And he gets lamped into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Really, it's a lot, especially when you think that the metaphor is that it's basically her throwing him about. Yeah. Uh, really, really horrible. And then, um, yeah, the obviously the the bit where, as you said, the shadow, uh, the shadow sort mm. of growing, it goes a bit nightmare on Elm Street with the really long arms. Um, didn't, didn't hate it though. Oh no, no, didn't hate it. Um, and it goes a bit nightmare on Elm Street with. Amelia telling the Babadook that he's nothing and his arms sort of growing and then he, he sort of retreats back. Um, there's a bit as well, which I noticed, with, where um, she's having a go, she's sort of tied up and having a go at Sam mm. and he just strokes at her face to make it, to sort of comfort her. I know. It's amazing. Adorable. Um, best performance? Um, well, it would be the mum. I honestly can't choose between Amelia and Sam. And Sam, yeah, Sam was very good because um, he was an irritating little shit, but <laughs> like he he performed that so well. His performance is is great, especially especially in the second half. Mm, yeah, um, really desperate, and for someone so young, really really good. Yeah, yeah I mean definitely. her performance is amazing, mm. but she's also an adult. 
Yeah, so his I mean, performance is really great. Doubly and also impressive. He's, he's impressive because he is a kid. Yeah, no, no absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's tough to choose between the two of them. Um, I think, though, just in, the, in in terms of the last scene, which is showing the rest of the metaphor. Yeah. Uh, well, this is how I took it anyway, because grief could be seen as like a mental health thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and, and in some cases of certain types of mental health issues, it's it seems to be like they're saying, um, well, the book says you can't get rid of the Babadook. Yeah. You cannot get rid of grief. Yeah, I guess you can't. It's a maintenance thing. You can it? keep it, learn to live with it. Yeah. But it kind of never leaves it. You just have to learn to... That it's, yeah, it's going like to be there. a lot of mental health issues, yeah. you know, like depression, you, you don't really get over it. No. You just sort of learn to manage it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, which is uh, what I just loved about the fact that they were keeping it down there. Yeah, just really, a really good. Nice touch. It's a really nice touch. Uh, what was your scariest moment? Uh, I reckon the bit where he's on the ceiling and drops towards her um, made me jump the most. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think um, I'm probably the same there. Uh that whole sequence, to be fair, is when it enters yeah. the room for the first yeah, time. Well, not for the first time, but the first time it interacts with her. Yeah, that is, sequence is... Um, is brutal. Yeah, and cold. then my creepiest shot would be the um, in the neighbour's house. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was one of the two of mine. I what mean, was the other? One. It's either in the basement with her husband. Yeah, um, yeah. That yeah. sort of sequence, or where she looks what over to the, the neighbour's house. And, yeah. Um, and you can see the Babadook just standing there behind the neighbour's chair, staring straight at Amelia. Yeah, no, that, absolutely. Uh, right, score from one to Babadooky in your pants. <laughs> nice. Um, I think um, it feels low, but I think I'm okay with it because I'm, I'm, I was, you know, decided between a seven or eight, and so I'm going to go seven point five. Yeah, mine's an eight. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of like some of the other ones that we've done where I've scored it higher, it's not necessarily because those are better. They've just made me jump more. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and made me scared more. This is a film I would recommend this to anybody. As a movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's up there as a nine. Yeah. It is an amazing film. It's brilliant. I would recommend it to anybody who likes horror. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, go and watch Babadook. It is brilliant. Yeah. As a film, it's absolutely amazing. Like genuinely harrowing, decent jump scares. Yeah, without oh, sure. overdoing it. But as a film, it's just fucking great. And the rest of the world that isn't us. Um, oh yeah. Critics, film critics, ninety eight percent. Yeah, agreed. Our audience is seventy two. So I think maybe I don't think the the metaphor was maybe lost on. No, but general may, audience yeah, goers. I doubt it because it may, maybe it's just a little bit underappreciated for that because you look at it as a horror film. You look at the Babadook as a character and yeah. you almost think of so many other films like it. And yeah. You go, oh, maybe it should have been a bit more traditionally scary. Maybe, Whereas yeah. actually it is a harrowing film about grief. Letterboxd 3.5. So. Um, miserable cunts bit, bit as low. always. Um, and uh, they have been wrong before. Mm-hmm. Many a time. Um, right, so our second film uh, and our sort of foreign language slash lesser known, which I think this is a bit of both, uh, is 2014's Iranian film A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Um, One of my favourite titles for a horror film because fucking it, excellent. because it suggests vulnerability. Yeah. She ain't fucking vulnerable. No. <laughs> it's, uh, she th- is in charge. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna start it off with um, 
it is. I really like it as a film. Mm. I, I think I like it more than you do as a film. I really like it as a film. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a horror film, it's fine. Um, but uh, as a film, I think it's great. Yeah. I loved watching it. Yeah. Um, it is mad as well. Because as a plot, try explaining it. Um, it's a little bit, um, let the right one in. Uh, in the sense, it's sort of mildly romance. Um, well, it's it's dubbed by the uh, director, uh, yeah. Anna Lily. Hold on, I've got it written now. Because this is also her first one, isn't it? Yeah, hold on, we'll cut that. I mean, uh, Anna Lily Amirpour. Um Yeah, first film. This uh, is a first film. Fucking bollocks on you. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I watched an interview with her, um, and, and it was another uh, case of make a short version of this idea yeah um obviously the big influences in this are spaghetti westerns yeah get that you get, you get that from the you score quite a bit um, and also by some of the shots especially early on yeah yeah that's true um old uh vampire movies yeah um and like We've got that as well yeah yeah for sure um <laughs> like there is a nosferatu again in this one there's a bit of a nosferatu um mm. Uh, influence on like shadows and the black yeah. and white of it all and the, the severe lack of dialogue like there is a hundred words said in this fucking movie <laughs> yeah like I don't think it's probably as low as that but it no, feels no, it. There, it, it there is a lot of silence a lot of silence which is always what I appreciate with movies like anyone that can uh, progress a narrative Using image, yeah. then you should be a director. Yeah, you, the you confidence should. of it. If you, yeah, well, that's that's it as well. These kind of films, I prefer them when they're this confident. Um, yeah, because it starts off with uh, Iranian James Dean. Yeah, um, which has got to be unusual, right? That's not a thing all over Iran, surely. Mm, no, um, well, it's filmed in California. This was it. Yeah, um, fooled me. Yeah, because the um, so the girl, um, the the titular girl. Um, is uh, Iranian American, I think. Um, she is uh, for anybody who watches the uh, Netflix series of Snowpiercer, not the Chris Evans film, the, the series. Uh, she's one of the main characters in that. Oh, right. uh, she's Zara for anybody who watches it. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's not going to mean as much to you. Um, the series is fine. Uh, it's not as good as the film, but it's, <laughs> it's all right. Um. So, yeah, she's in that. It also stars uh, Ranji from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, he's not very good. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. His character's good. Uh, His character's good. He just doesn't pull it off okay. very well. Yeah. Um, he's not amazing. He's not, not terrible, horrendous. Either, no. It's just, he's fine. Just a bit lacking. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Iranian James Dean, which I, I, I do know his name. He's uh, Arash. Mm-hmm. Um not that many people in this have names. Um, no. Uh, for example, the pimp who then steals his car. Saeed. Is that his name? Saeed. Mm. I just had him down as the pimp. The pimp. Um, who is based on, um, shit, what's his name, from Deantwerd. So he's an, an uh, Iranian version of Deantwerd, the drug dealer, uh, which is a South African rap right. electronic group. Um, sure. Uh, and they're... Head cases, but he looks just like him in terms of the style. Uh, yeah, the style is mad. Um, and he was, um, you'd look at him as an actor, 
He looks nothing like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> they have done him up to look like an absolute psycho. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Arash um, is the kind of male main character. Um, he, early on, is talking to the little kid, uh, the little... Um, I looked on IMDb. All I could find um, for the name was Urchin. Street. Street Urchin. Yeah. Um, the street kid who is um, street mollusk. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute barnacle of a kid. Um, Road barnacle. <laughs> he is. Um, uh, he's talking to Arash about the his car, uh, which I think Arash said he it took him like two thousand one hundred ninety three days to pay off or something. It's like six years. Yeah, it's so long um, <laughs> for the most Elvis of cars. Yeah. Um, fits in, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it fits in, especially with him. What's it called? What's the place called? Like Bad City? Sure. Or something like that, like Sin City almost. But um, yeah, obviously bad, a fake bad place. Bad City around. Um, yeah, a fake place in Iran. But it all, like, there's, there's. I mean, I can't imagine there's too many great cities. No, no, that's true. But, but, but I mean, uh, things like that, the music. The the massive clash in genres, yeah. and uh, like even to the point where there's a moment with um in 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 the girls' apartment, there's like posters on the wall. There's Michael yeah, Jackson's Thriller, 80s, Madonna, yeah. um, and there's another one. Uh, the the Michael Jackson one and the other one are have got impersonators on them, just so right. just so it feels off. Yeah, that's really good. That's amazing. Um, it's got that period vagueness as well, like yeah. um, like kind of Baby Driver and films like that, where, where it's like just you're. It, you're not it feels quite like sure. yeah, it feels like it's um, this period, but it's kind of also not. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, which is really good as especially well, especially with the it means it doesn't date as much. Some of the music that they use is like modern, but eighties inspired. Yeah, bands. electro. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so uh, Arash, uh, his dad. Um, uh, played by Ranjit from How I Met Your Mother. I'm just yeah. going to keep calling him that. Yeah. Um, uh, is a big old junkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, hate it when people inject, like injecting heroin in general is not great, but between the toes, yeah, get fucked. Um, yeah, you, you've Makes got to do that to, um, uh, to find a vein. Sometimes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I'm assuming the um, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saeed, who is uh, Fu Manchu mixed with Kaniki, um, and is supposed to be some sort of gangster, uh, doesn't seem very terrifying, uh, except for his tattoo that says sex. Oh, on thank his you. Throat. I was about to mention this. Um, it kind of lets us know that this guy likes sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just in case people don't know I like sex, I like to make it really obvious by tattooing it across my throat. Fornicating. <laughs> I like sex. Um, he, uh, he takes uh, as payment for Arash's um, dad's uh, drug habit, uh, takes his car. Uh, why, when your car is stolen, would you then punch the wall? And when it doesn't do enough, punch it again yeah. to then injure your hand. Not enough damage. He's like, oh, I don't feel like I did enough damage to the wall there. I better punch it again. How will people That'll know I'm mad? <laughs> yeah, I really need everyone to know Super how mad I am. Um, yeah, so I, re- I really like the um, period vagueness generally. Um, it always seems to work in horror films because it just gives you a bit more uneasiness. Like they do it in It Follows as well. Yes, yeah, that was the, that was the other one. It's I was always just of. a bit. Yeah, it just always feels of, a bit uncomfortable for some reason. You can't quite tell when it is. Mm. Is it some? Is it set in the past? Is it not set in the past? Well, Great atmosphere device, I think. Um, the 
Oh, what's it called? Apparently. Oh, we yeah. Oh, No, it is. Left knob? Alexis? No? No. Oh, it's there. <laughs> oh, right, you've got it. Um, <coughs> yeah, so uh, I, I really enjoyed that. The. Thank you. So then Saeed um, comes across the girl. Mm-hmm. And the shots she of really her in the dark. No, she doesn't. Um, no, I feel like it was mentioned at one point. I don't think it was. Maybe not. But, but, but I might be wrong. The shots of her in the dark, just like when she stood there. She's just sort of a silhouette. Brilliant. Because she, she's wearing a, a kind of headdress, isn't she? Like, uh, a chador. Uh, a chador. Yeah. Um, and um, Chador. She she doesn't apologise for the pronunciation. My bad. Um, I don't speak Persian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she has um, uh, she's sort of wearing that over her head, and she comes across quite a lot of it as just a silhouette. It's a bit of red wine. I think it doesn't matter. It's it's just a sleeve. Okay. And so that it doesn't get banged up in the bag. Okay. It doesn't matter um, what it looks like. Um, so he takes her back to his flat. Um, which seems to be mostly just to make her watch him lift weights while doing coke. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know what he's trying to do. She doesn't seem... She doesn't seem interested in, in him no, at all. she doesn't seem like that kind of girl. She don't, is, does she have a skateboard with her at this point? No, well, okay. not even then. Um, so she's just walking along. He's basically gone, you've got to come back to my flat. Yeah, um, I'm a pimp she, and you're alone. Yeah, so. she hasn't displayed any sexual interest in him whatsoever at that point. Mm. Um, I don't know why he seems to think she wants him, um, but then he sort of puts his finger up to her mouth and she sucks on it, but then bites it off. Brilliant. The smile on her face while while she eats his finger is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's brilliant throughout this. To be yeah, fair. She, she is. Yeah. Like that's a hard part to play, even though I know you're not doing a lot. You basically have a an ambivalent face yeah. the entire fucking time, but still. To, to, to be able to pull that off for an hour and a half movie. Yeah, it's really good. Like, keep that same kind of... Yeah, that same kind of vibe the entire yeah. time. Um, and then um, Iranian James Dean, mm-hmm. um, uh, Arash, he does have... Um, he does sort of turn into the bad guy briefly because he, he kind of steals all of his money and coke and um, everything from his flat, doesn't he, just to get his um, car back. I mean, fair. Hmm. But then he starts selling the drugs. That's what I mean, yeah. Then um, he starts selling the drugs. And I'm like, are you the bad guy now? Uh, it's quite a strange party, Western. Yeah. I yeah. like it. But yeah, it's quite a strange he, Western. And he, well, he kind of gets his, his just desserts for that when he gets offered one. And she's quite insistent, which is her, um, well, his uh, employer. Like, he works for her, doesn't he? He's, yeah. I think he does general maintenance on her house or something. Yeah, the princess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, he just kind I think of she also has a name. <laughs> I yeah, just she wrote does. Down, she I does. just wrote down princess. Kind of twists his arm to take his own supply, and then um, then he's just off on one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so not been a scare yet. Not really. <laughs> the, I think there is one. I, I like the way that the girl intimidates people. But uh, um, when she follows them, she just follows them, messes around with them. Well, yeah, um, there's a point because I think this is where she gets the uh, soon after that is where she gets the skateboard from the kid. Um, oh, because right. the kid runs away and runs straight into the girl 
even though she was behind him. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's in front of him. That one of my made, most... That made me jump, and it was the, uh, one of the only bits that made me jump at all. Well, the, the, just in terms of atmosphere for this scene, just in terms of its tone, this is one that made me most uncomfortable because she was just asking him if he'd been a good boy. Yeah. Um, and that made me... I was just like, I don't trust her at this point no. not to fucking do him in. Um, so, yeah, you're really unsure yeah, the, at that moment. The speech to the little kid is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Arash sort of uh, has stolen the princess's um, earrings, earrings, uh, and it's, it was going to use them to pay back um, Saeed, but yeah. then he's he's been chewed up by, um, by the girl. <laughs> Paid back plenty. Um, and uh, it really seemed like in the club when he's then like selling her and her friends drugs that he was going to bang her um, <laughs> after after robbing her. Seems rude. Yeah, that would be super. Or he definitely tried to mm. tried to get off of her, and she was like, "No, bud." Yeah, she was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm a fucking princess, I'm mate. Well, rich, mate. Um, and you're that dude who cleans up my house sometimes." But this is what follows on to um, him finally meeting the girl. Yes. Because um, um, I mean, yeah, you, you it, can assume they were going to Arash. Are you okay? It's like, nah, mate. He's fucked up on pills. He's absolutely ruined. He's done a load of e. Yeah, he's got pupils like saucers. So <laughs> I think he needs a timeout. Can eat my dinner off those things. Yeah, it looks like a Simpsons character. <laughs> it's all pupil. All pupil no all the time. Um, and then, yeah, they bump into each other. And, like, obviously because you, you know these two characters are going to clash at some point. Yeah. Because they're just showing the, their stories um, separately. And then you kind of know that he's not going to be bitten by her. In that moment, yeah, because for, a bit for lack some of reason, she just sort of seems to be taken by him a little bit. Yeah, she definitely has I, a crush I guess on a him. Bit of vulnerability, because mm. um, then when she takes him back to her place and like they they do this like this scene to a song called "Death," I think it's called by a band called yeah. White Lies. Yeah, um, I really like the song. It's the whole song. Yeah. That moment is like where she puts it on. It's great, and then they slowly like come together. Mm. Um, so it's over the course of like two and a half, three minutes. Yeah. Um, I liked the song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, uh, but he like presents her neck, he presents his own neck to her and she resists. So you kind of, at that moment, you kind of, um, you will, my, my tone towards her shifted. Like, I mean, she has got, she can have a control on this. Obviously being yeah. a vampire is like a curse because you have to do this. Yeah. So you kind of suddenly in that moment go, oh, maybe she can be good. I mean, this is the second week in a row featuring a love story about a female vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I promise this isn't a new Very feature. different, though. Yeah, this isn't a new feature. It's no. just a, a pure coincidence. Yeah. But yeah, different, but there are some similarities. Oh, there's, yeah, the for sure. It's just, um, the, yeah, the styles in these are just drastically different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's just some good sort of similarities with a vulnerable male. Yeah. Uh, they sort of fall in love. She's protector. Yeah. Um, there, there, there are some... This definitely, and she, she seems, in some parts, to be a little bit, um, Pick not ashamed, down. but she just seems oh, to be yeah. a little bit like um, sick of it. Yeah, sick of it. But she, she also comes across a bit more ambivalent than the, um, than Ellie did last week in um, Let the Right One In. Um, yeah, she seemed a bit more nihilistic until she meets the boy. Yeah, like like yeah. this. Is, uh, what's the fucking point in resisting it? I have to do it to survive. Whereas um, the other one had more of a active guilt. 
Yeah. Um, you've got a little bit more at the party as well. Because when anyone asks me what's the weirdest thing I've seen recently, my answer is definitely going to be an Iranian drag queen dancing with a balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is immense. You can't say that every day. Um, and again, actually, similarity to um, Let the Right One In, I don't think they actually mention vampire at any point. Uh, well, in um, Let the Right One In, it's once. They did once, yeah. But, yeah, this is uh, never. In this, it's not at all. No. Um, and it is a lot about... It's quite matter of fact, both films about vampires existing. It's just matter of fact, it's like it's just a part of it, but we're not gonna make this a whole like origin story Good, or yeah. discovering vampires or anything like that. It's just this was a vampire and that's a part of the story, but it's not it's not the major plot point. No, I don't need to see your transition and no. and how you felt about it then. I wanna see someone that's weary with it. Yeah. Um, which is really good. Yeah. Um uh, I, I I kind of stopped making notes at a certain point. I've got um, uh, the part where he gives her the earrings. Yeah. Uh, he did a great job on those earrings. They look complete shit. Um, yeah. yeah. Those are going to get Done infected. with a safety pin. Uh, well, yeah. First of all, that. Second of all, you put a safety pin through it. Mm. And then uh, and then an earring. A much thicker earring. A much thicker earring. Yeah. Um, so that was absolute. I mean, maybe she's doesn't feel pain. I don't really I don't know, know the rules of the vampires in this movie. Um, she she seemed like the first one at least it was painful. Yeah, yeah, that that first one was. Um, but then she kind of like could tell she's getting even more vulnerable because of this this gesture. Yeah, uh, she just like no, I've done horrible things. I don't deserve this. Yeah, I don't deserve to be around you. Bye bye. Um, um, as as plots go, it is quite hard to nail down a specific plot. It doesn't in, seem like, to be... It's the same kind of thing with, like, a weird example, but Napoleon Dynamite. Like, it's just yeah, a, it's a just progression of events. Yeah. yeah. It's um, more of an emotional plot, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I think that so, That kind yeah. of develops. Yeah, I definitely think it's that. Um, also, on the uh, on the same lines uh, of weirdest things I've seen recently is um, Ranjit from How I Met Your Mother forcefully drugging a prostitute uh, and, and then drugging her. himself and then spooning her, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then getting torn to bits by a by a vampire. This is why this is quite like I don't know if it was meant to be or it's just like pushed through or maybe I'm just reading it completely wrong. But it, it seems like it's definitely a feminist movie in mm. that that she's obviously taking down horrible men throughout it. Yeah, she doesn't. I don't think she attacks a woman. woman. No, well, I mean uh, there she, are... she attacks a homeless man at one point. So that was kind yeah. of weird. Um, there are in fact only. There's only two women in it. Yeah, um, which is the prostitute. The prostitute and the girl. And the girl. Um, but yeah, just in terms of, like, again, the name, it being almost a misnomer. Like, yeah, she's walking home alone at night, but she is, she yeah. has the... Um, she's the one you should be The power of. in that, yeah. She yeah. has the agency as she's walking down. it's quite a feminist movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so uh, she, she kills off um, Arash's dad and then um and then uh, i th- i think arash kind of slowly realizes it so he goes off to her house and he's like right we've got a pack i want to leave oh yeah right he, now. he sees the cat and he sees the cat and then yeah. goes she called uh, my dad yeah and he seems to then really struggle with that for the rest well, of the film well yeah because the last 10 minutes are dialogueless yeah. um it's basically uh his realization they get in the car he gets out of the car 
this bit was a bit overly dramatic for me, a bit overly staged because he he leaves he the headlights on and stands in them. Yeah, stands in, the in them and wanders about and then and like they looks get back at in the car and then gets back in the car and sort of accepts it, which um, he could have done while driving. Could have done while driving. It was it was a very quick acceptance. Mm. You pretty much she hasn't denied. She knows you know, but she has not denied that she killed your dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, He's he was fine. a junkie. Yeah. But does that mean he needs to be punished? Yeah. I mean, the, the injecting a prostitute with heroin isn't great. Now I think um, about it. Yeah, if he needed to be punished, it would definitely be, It'd be for that. that. Yeah, that's true. Um, Forgot about that moment. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I'm not forgetting about that moment anytime soon. No. Uh, yeah. Best performance? Uh, the girl. Yeah. I know she was in it less than... Um, uh, James Dean, but um, yeah. I think I think it's a girl. Uh, I also like the prostitute. She was, she was very good. good. The scene with them two in it when she's following her, there's a moment like she's casually following her. She's yeah. uh, she's got a good distance. Yeah, on and her. then she takes her she takes her home, didn't she? And she's like, well, before that, I mean, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the shot against the wall as they're walking. Yes, it, uh, she yeah. like she just slowly quickens up. Yeah, she's really like good. two fucking yards away from her when the woman's like. Are you following me? Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she, Obviously. Clearly. You two are the only ones there, and she's only moving when you're moving. And she's right behind you. Obviously, she's following you. <laughs> yeah, and then she sort of takes her back, and there, there's a little bit of dialogue between them in there where she's like, oh, like, um, I, I've been watching you, and I, I can see you fucking hate your job. I'm like, of course I'd hate my job. Yeah. Who would enjoy, who would enjoy that? Yeah. Do yes, it. I, I do it because job. I have to. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not doing this. This wasn't a vocation. This wasn't a choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I'm a doctor. It's like, oh, yeah, it was my life's dream. I wanted to pull old dudes off for fifty quid a go. Was she your best performance then? Uh, yeah, I think it was, the, it was the girl, but um, but I did want to shout out the um, the prostitute because I thought she was really good. Yeah, she was. Uh, well, I, I don't know if you can do a shit, my shit my pants moment, but. Um, I definitely have one written down, which is, um, well, at the moment, I think when she asks, are you a good boy? Because like I say, I was unsure if she was going to attack. Um, that that kind of moment yeah. creeped me out. What about you? Um, I think around the same scene, but where she's just suddenly in front of him, mm. it made me jump a bit. It was the only bit that made me jump a bit. Was this when he's in the car? No, this is uh, the boy running. Uh, the oh right, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's in front. Because my creepiest shot is near, I yeah, think so, near is the beginning in the car. Yeah, the, the drug the dealer in the yeah, car. Yeah. When, when no, I don't know if he's with the prostitute at this point. He gets in the car and then he doesn't. I don't think he's seen her, and she's like often to the right oh, hand, right, right no, hand right. side. Just but she's just like so out of distance. You can just see her in the. Um, oh, that's good. I don't see the even noticed. It's fucking. It was. It creeped me out. It was, it's just so much about this movie that was just so well framed, like yeah. really beautifully made. Yeah. It's very seventies esque in terms of its like kind of wonky camera angles and um, and long takes. Yeah, like like we were saying before, just a film that is not afraid to take its fucking time. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really good for that. Um, Horrors are a bit of an exception sometimes because they have to to build tensions. So, like there are long silences and just like when someone's going through an attic or something. Yeah. But um, they slow it down in order to just establish this like emotional tension between people. Yeah. Especially the um, two main characters, uh, 
but it keeps it so tense and it, it's not unwelcome at all. You don't get bored watching. No, them. I don't. I didn't get bored at all watching then, this film. Yeah. Which you you look at it and you go, okay, it's not paced very quickly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of tension building uh, and emotional tension building and drama. Yeah. But like, I look at it against like last week's um, first film, which was Saw, mm. also slowly paced. Yeah. I got bored shitless watching that. Yeah, it's not as interesting. Because I it's... watched this. I wasn't bored at all. It's just throwing... Saw obviously... is just throwing events at you. Yeah. Just throwing new it... scenes at you. This is I mean, developing this, what's this, been said. There was, a, there was a development, but there wasn't really much of a plot. No. But yeah, I was... I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I no, it yeah. It fucking great. But uh, there is an arc in it, isn't there, obviously? Of, yeah, of, there's, a, of there's, there's a general progression of arc. events, but it's not a... There's not a, a, like a really detailed plot in any way. But there are moments in it that are so like old Hitchcock movies in that that he was the master of of developing a narrative without dialogue that he could do do full 10 minute scenes where no 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 word is said but it's just like looks or showing the camera on a certain thing to go oh that's that that's that and yeah it's it's a fucking talent um I mean creepiest shot for me is probably around that side um and the prostitute in the car Mm. Um, because there is sort of a, there's little glances of the girl mm. um, around there, and then he kind of he realizes there's someone around, so he gets her to stop sucking him off for a minute, uh, and kicks her out of the car. But Gentleman, you, you can you can tell that he's sort of terrified by something, and he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, oh for sure. Uh, right, score from one to. Uh, I don't have anything for this one. No. For, for one, two, massive saucers, saucer eyes. <laughs> In my pants. Yeah. But, um, um, two? Yeah. I well, mean, scary. A, Probably a, a one. As a horror <laughs> film, yeah, one or a two. Yeah. Um, as a film. I don't think it was meant to be scary. No. As a film, straight up nine, I fucking loved it. It was very good. Um, it would be a seven for me. I fa- I, yeah, I, th- I think I liked it more than you, but I fucking really loved it. I really appreciate it. I, it yeah. w- I, I, I loved watching it. I'd watch it again. Very happy um, it exists, let's say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, massively happy it exists. And it, I just thought it was great. So, but, um, for but, next week, yeah, we have uh, a fucking classic. One that people believed was real when it came out. Blair Witch Project. Classic, yeah. Um, not as bad as people remember. Because I know it gets a I lot of shite. I not amazingly well. Yeah. But I haven't seen it in quite some time. Interesting. I w- I'd be really interested to see how you perceive it now. Maybe because of what we've seen since. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't seen it in at least 10 years. When you think of it as all those found footage movies you now watch. Obviously, a couple that existed before this, mm. but um, this kind of kicked off the a re- massive yeah, yeah. wave, a recent wave of it. Uh, well, in the last twenty it, years, it, at least, every ever since, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think if you compare it to it as an original to those yeah. older movies, it's quite interesting. Okay. And our lesser known slash foreign is uh, the Vanishing from uh, Netherlands. Um, I don't know anything about it. I know nothing about it. I've uh, seen I, screenshots of it, and it looks very nicely made. I can tell um, you that. I think it's 1988. Yeah, it's a late 80s um, European movie. So. I want to say it's something about uh, somebody being abducted. I'm assuming. But that, yeah. that's all I've got. Maybe there's a fantasy element in there, like a supernatural element. I doubt it, though. Yeah. This might uh, be just a, a thriller, maybe, more, more than a horror. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Just but, based um, on its name. But yeah, I, I don't know how scary it would be. I, I've got no ideas about it, so I'll, I'll, I'll save judgment on that one. But yeah, but yeah, I have I haven't seen Blair Witch Project in like ten years. So yeah, I'm excited no for idea. that one. 
So, um, yeah, that's it for this week. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>